You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your top-down, wind-in-your-hair, Saturday morning automotive thrill ride. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but right now, love us on Zoomer Radio. Okay, I'll give her a rip, buddy. It certainly was top-down weather the last few days, eh? It was. It's gorgeous. I mean, today is really nice. It's just perfect. Not yeah, too but hot. I'm, I'm going to a pool party today. I would rather it be 30 than 20. Well, it's still going to be. I mean, you'll have a few Heineken, so it'll be it'll be fine. It'll just level right off. Um, <laughs> Stella actually is my preferred choice of beverage. Stella? <laughs> yes. Oh, you mean the movie or the actual Stella? No, no, the 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 uh, beer from where Holland, uh, Belgium, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Stella. It's very good. Yeah, Brian Max is is away. He's down in Detroit with his uh, guys. Getting ready for the uh, Detroit Grand Prix, so it's uh, me along with Alan Gilman. Yes, although good you know, show today. Bri- Brian is uh, you know in touch with us technically. I mean, I did get a text from him. He told me his driver did okay. Yeah, he he kissed the wall, which is a nice way of putting it. Um, but apparently, it was just cosmetic damage because he did still place five out of twenty. So that was pretty good. Yeah, they they I think the qualifying again is this afternoon. Uh-huh. And then the actual race goes uh later on this afternoon. So he says I'm not stressed. He's got a twitch going on with <laughs> well, oh, I, I have a twitch when I watch the Leafs. Well oh. I, I, I I did text him back and say, listen, tell your driver if he's gonna kiss anybody, okay, make sure it's the rear bumper of the guy in front of him. Um, and that's called the bump and run. Did you know that? Yes. That that's kinda legal. So you know if you gotta get in if he won't move out of your way you have to move them, but then deny it afterwards. It's eh? kind of like driving in the Don Valley Parkway when you're trying to get off. At <laughs> That's a you know, there's like you get that lane, right? You yeah, one lane, and then there's a sign above. It says, "Up ahead, it's going to narrow down," and everybody goes to the right side. Oh, it's I have such, a friend who does that. It's such a pleasant thing. <laughs> and I'm sitting there with with my wife when we're driving a couple days ago, and I said, "Do I let him in?" She says, well, unless you want to fix $2,000 for the little grays. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a no. challenge driving in the city now. It's like more birds flying, and I don't mean And And, and you know what? And, and I see both spectrums because my wife is like, I'm not letting that guy in. Did, he knew that it was a merge, and, and I'm not letting him in, right? It's true. And my buddy is the guy who's like, Al, where, where, where are you going? Just stay here. I said, but but do you not see the arrow in the lane? And he's, they'll let you in. They have to. <laughs> I, no, they don't. I, when we get into situations like that, that's when I'd love to have had my old 62 Chevy pickup because it was beaten to crap. The beater, right? exactly. And I, I would go, okay, come on, just hit it. It doesn't matter. It's got enough dents. That's right. You get anyway. the chrome horn, it's called. Yeah, the yeah. chrome horn. Listen, we've got some great stuff coming up. We have uh, Amy Bradley is going to be on for a couple things uh, in a few minutes because RV camping is starting, and now with all the dry weather... There are some major restrictions that put into place late last night that you may not know about, so she'll tell you more about that and some collector car clubs that are coming up. What else we got on the agenda? 
Well, we have the announcement of the worst roads of the uh, the year in the province with uh, Teresa De Felice from CAA. Si. And Emma uh, Davis like calling her Teresa De Felice. Molto bene, Ricardo. My Italian's not so good. No. Um, <laughs> Go to Lisbon instead. But some of the roads that are listed, I mean, there's 10, right? Uh-huh. But they could put about 1,000. And, and you know what? And there always seem to be the same, same spot. kind of one. Yeah. Like, I mean, we know... It, there's a reason for it. I mean, it's not just the case of the, uh, you know, the government being lax. I mean, when they give a job out to uh, like the people doing the subway and stuff, you know, it's been like the last eighteen thousand years doing it. Um, that messes the street up. I mean, so you just have to put in your head, I'm just going to avoid Eglinton. Well, if you're going out of the city, like a lot of people live, listen to the station up in Guelph and mm-hmm. Kitchener and Hamilton and up in Barrie. I mean, some of the side roads that you would take, like Trafalgar Road, Highway Six up, mm-hmm. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> oh, I got low-profile tires. This is nice. Very low now. And, uh, you know, a lot of people want to get their cars washed. Yes. This time of year, it's beautiful. And we I actually do it in the driveway, but... Hang on, hang on. We got a guy who does I'm, that. Yeah, I know. It's amazing how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you riding a Segway today? Uh, no, I'm not. Just, <laughs> just keep going. It's so far. All right, okay. we got David Tate from Elegant Motoring. You know, they're headquartered here in Toronto. They provide world-class paint protection uh, they do cleanup ceramic coating if you want that. If you like, you see a lot of cars, like hot cars now with the, with the uh, I guess it's called a wrap, where they have that fancy finish oh, on know. the car. Yeah. Um, he does that. and um, But he's going to talk about the uh, supposed clean water that you get when you go through a car wash. It's unbelievable what, is, what he's going to talk about. Because uh, you I may... think you have tongue-in-cheek there, Steve. What's, what do you mean? Tongue-in-cheek, it's not really all that clean is what you're saying. Uh, no, it's uh, it sometimes makes Lake Ontario look like a Brita water filter. <laughs> it's terrible. And if you go to daveskonagarage.com right now, register to win a set of tires from Triangle Tire and a $250 SO gift card. Do that now, and we'll be back with Amy Bradley from Wayfair Insurance. Take us out, Al. I thought you just did. We're out of here. We'll be right back. (laughs) Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, and I'm going to hand it over to Alf, who's got a very quiet, laid-back individual from Wayfair Insurance, Amy Bradley. I did, and actually what we're going to be talking about is summer storms and things can go wrong, and, and, and we, I thought we just experienced that. You know, our, our producer, Carlos, got Amy on the line, and next thing you know, he goes, she's gone. And I said, oh, my God, a tree fell down on the telephone pole, and, <laughs> and, and we're beat. Mother Nature at his best can be very dangerous. Am I not right, Amy? You are absolutely right. It's one of your... The worst things when you're camping, but I will say, even with the wind, where I am at, just outside of Lindsay, it's pretty windy today, mm-hmm. which is keeps the bugs away, but fantastic for camping, which is one of the things. You know how you said Mother Nature? Well, with this wind, and if you're camping, you're probably having your awning out. And I'm going to touch on awnings and the fires, if that's okay. By all means. Because, yeah, so... With your awnings, with this wind, your awnings are technically just for shade. And I get it because I can't do the wind. This like, oh, I'm going to put it out. I'm going to. Sometimes people use, um, you know, the dog, uh, <laughs> dog screws that you put into the ground. Yeah. And then you get a bungee cord and you do and you hook it up to keep the awning from not flying up. 
ripping your trailer, just everything. And you're going to ask me, has that happened before? Absolutely. And you know me, I'm going to tell you life experiences. So we go camping. You're not going to throw your dad underneath the bus again, are you? Not this time, okay. but wait until yeah. we get to the <laughs> car stuff. This time it's me because I'm Mother of the Year Award and my husband, we couldn't get out of our trailer and we left our awning out all night. It wasn't tied down. It wasn't anything. We tried to open our door and I should mention we had a huge rainstorm that night. Right. Thunder, everything. And when you're in a trailer, you can actually hear your awning flopping. I was like, oh, no. So needless to say, it wasn't a good night. We woke up. Well, we couldn't open the door. We could only open it just a hair Mm -hmm. to get out. I couldn't fit out the door. So what do you do? You shove us your smallest kid through (laughs) the door and hand him a broom. So, yes, if you can guess what happened, all the rain went down the middle and those awnings by golly do they stretch so with uh with with wayfair insurance just to jump in for a sec so if that happens um what kind of coverage do people have because you know they're saying it's going to be a very hot stormy summer Mm -hmm. whether you have a a big rv or a small one or you've got a trailer or you're just camping yourself like what kind of how are people protected yeah with us absolutely you're covered because now these big rigs, or the big units, I'll say, you just don't have one on a couple of awnings throughout on the sides because they're getting big because it's your home away from home for most people when you go camping. Can I? Can yeah, I can, can, you're can, covered. Why don't they make... You're covered. Uh, you're covered ah. again. Why don't they make them a little more robust? I mean, I would have thought that, you know, you know you'd want to be sitting out there, and, and even if it does rain, they can't make them waterproof or, or make the, the arms sturdier? What's the deal there? No, everything's aluminum, because you try and make your trailer lightweight, right? Ah, okay. They are really sturdy. Mm-hmm. They are sturdy because they can hold a lot of wind, but, well, there's a lot of rain, I'll tell you, on our awning, and it didn't, it's waterproof, but if that would have tore off, mm-hmm. it would have been covered with us. Good stuff. Absolutely, because you've got your father. Because sometimes, and haha, notice how I brought that up, Smooth. and I'll talk about this right after to make sure I get that in. So, a lot of the campsites are pretty tight, and mm-hmm. if you've ever had a big rig, you know it's going to be tight. Park away from your um, fire pit. Duh. So speaking of fire, <laughs> speaking of fire pits, with these new regulations that have hit. As of yeah. uh, last night. So say you're camping and you're in an RV and a person next to you has just got a campsite going with a fire pit and it's a $2,500 fine now if you're caught with a fire, whether it's a fire pit or even a cigarette. Mm-hmm. So if you're, yeah. in a, if you're in your own trailer and the people next to you are not in a trailer and mm-hmm. something happens with a fire and it spreads, are you guys, how, are you, how are you covered? Yep, you are covered with us. Because it has happened. We've had a lot of seasonal people. Um, One of the trailers caught on fire, and good gust of wind, I'm going to use today as an example, came and just took out a couple of units. You are covered. With us, you have fire coverage. For the trailers and towables, if it's 15 years and newer, you have what's called an all-risk coverage. Great. 
Okay, okay. listen, stay with us because yep. we're going to uh, we're going to come back and talk about not just with RVs with Wayfair Insurance, but also collector cars, and there'll be a lot of beautiful cars Absolutely. going for rides this weekend. So we'll talk about oh, that yes. and some events that you've got coming up. Okay? Yes. So stay with us. Good. We're back Saturday morning here on Dave's Corner Garage, and besides RV coverage, there you know people are going to be out with their uh, collector cars. So mm-hmm. over to you, Al. Amy Bradley, you know you kept saying, you know you got to call us. We cover it. We cover it. What's the yep. name of the company? Wayfair Insurance Group. There you go. We revolve around you. You're your lifestyle brand. And do you know what? You know the last segment we have. One thing I'm going to say with the fires: check your fire extinguishers in your RVs. Make sure they haven't expired. And make sure you know how to use them, eh? You know, oh, absolutely. Because just you, you buy it and you hang it up on the wall, and the next thing you know, you go, oh, shoot, now I need it. What do I do with it? You know? <laughs> Have you ever tried yeah. one, like the first time you ever used it, and you had no idea of the force of it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we did that. We were, we were uh, camping one year, and it was like, how come Steve's next to the tree right now? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> anyway, Al, talk about the car clubs with them. All right, automobiles that are at least 25 years of age, including, I guess this is important, eh? I wouldn't have realized that a lot of people have bigger vehicles as well. They use retired military trucks. I know Cam Woolley has a big collection, eh? Um, Dump trucks, Mm -hmm. stuff like You cover, like, everything. We do. We pretty much do. Not only your collector cars, but if you have custom, modified, special interest, and you're going to say, Amy, what's special interest? You know how maybe you'll get the first car, like um, a Hellcat, the first one off the line? Well, those are your special interests. Like, they are special cars, and you're not going to use them every day. They're like a collectible. Right. And we also have your exotics as well. So they but would – so here, let me just stop you for a second. So if I, if I went down to a dealership and found a Hellcat that was maybe only two or three years old, it would still qualify to be insured by you guys, then, eh? As long as you're not driving it every day, okay, and there's like some extra special, like it's a special edition or something. No, no, exactly. No, I understand that. It's a limited edition car. They've only made it for two years. They've only put out a a thousand of them. Uh, People are lining up to get them, so that would be covered. So that doesn't have to be 25 years or more. No. Now, let's say your car's been parked for 25 years or more. (laughs) What do you do before Uh you get it out for the season? Well, do you know what? You want to check your tires because, you know, when they sit all year, they're going to go a little flat mm-hmm. on the bottom. And then you're going to drive and you're going to go clump, 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 and it's not going to be an enjoyable ride. Right. So make sure you check your tires and they're at um, your PSI to make sure your tires are fully up and ready to go. So they're inflated. I'll tell you, my dad, well, sorry, Dad, I'm throwing you out too. Under the we bus had, again. I know. And you're going to ask me, did I have one when I was younger? Yep. Did I play in it? Yep. Did I get in trouble? Yep. And even it was um, a Dodge Playmates, a 1938, and I thought it was the coolest car Mm. ever. I used to, you know, they're all sick back then, and I used to pretend and jamming it, changing gears. Were you moving? Dad used to come in the garage. I used to have to duck. (laughs) Now I understand what he used to talk about and say, get out of the darn Car, Amy. Yeah, darn's a good word. I'm sure he used that. Uh, listen, what are some of the uh, what are some of the the car shows that you guys are going to be at in the next uh, next couple of weeks? The next couple of weeks. So, if you want, you can come see me at Northland Ramblers Car Club. That's in Port Perry. Now, I'm going to be there, and 
just to let you know, if you're looking at that, it's at a new location. You want to go to Scugog Shores Museum Village. And so that's just... Mm, if you Gotta love technology. All right, Amy, I'm just going to b- jump in here quickly. Next Saturday. If you want to find out where all the other shows are, there's lots everywhere. You go on the website. I went there myself. I could not believe yep. how many different shows there are, and it's all over the province. You go to wayfarinsurancegroup.com, yep. and and you can find out where they all are. Amy, you back? Yeah. So you just go on there, and it will tell you every one car clubs that are available. Even if you want to take your dad on Father's Day, they have a bunch of Father's Day um, car, car shows coming up as well. Even Kent Street, um, and that's in Lindsay, so classic on Kent. It's come back this year. And so they literally closed down downtown Lindsay. That's the main drag, or the main street, I should say. Hundreds of cars come down. There's hundreds. Yeah, the show is great. I mean, they, they have all these cars, and, uh, and they have chip trucks, which is worth just mm-hmm. the price of admission by itself. Like going around with French fries, looking up the cars. That's Absolutely. one of the best things to do it. If people want more information about uh, the different car clubs that you have and yeah. also where the events are taking place, uh, how do they yeah. find out? Just go to our website. If you want, you can go to rvingtips.ca. Right. We do have a link there that will say collector cars. Then just go to our event uh, calendar. And they're all in there. All right, and then you can come and see me. Okay. Very good. Al? Are you going to be beside some salvage car yourself? Oh, <laughs> no, I won't be taking my truck. It's <laughs> old, actually. It's not old enough. <laughs> Beautiful. It is. It's and it, 66. You know when I said my was hiding from my... Oh, I thought you were talking about your Nissan. I get it, 100%. All right, you take care. Have a great weekend and uh, stay safe. Thanks, guys. Have uh, enjoy your weekend, Thanks, everyone. you too. Bye-bye. The worst Bye. roads in Ontario campaign every year. CAA's got the results with Teresa DeFelici coming up next on Dave's Corner Garage. Well, you may think that I would have a different perspective being in the garage business for 42 years that I like when cars get damaged a little bit. That's how we put... You know, food on the table. You're a pothole man, aren't you? (laughs) Well, the CAA will try to avoid you from having to come to Glen Allen Motors by telling you which roads are the worst. And we've got the list. This year is the 20th annual one. And we've got Teresa DeFelice on the phone, Vice President of Government and Community Relations for CAA. How are you doing, Teresa? I'm great. Thank you. World's worst. World's worst. Province's worst roads. (laughs) We we, we see that, you know... as much as we complain about them, a lot of them keep showing up. Why is that? Well, uh, usually it's because they are major arterials mm-hmm. with, um, you know, big fixes, and they have to get fixed in stages. Right. On a couple of the ones on the list, they've, they've been the home of some other big projects that need to be completed first before um, they can fix the road because they're, you know, for instance, Eglinton Avenue West in Toronto made it to number two this year. And that's the home of the, you know, one of the biggest transit projects in the country, which is the Eglinton Crosstown LRT. We, yes, call, but, we but, call it the demilitarized zone in our area. <laughs> yes, my daughter lives two blocks away. Oh, it's, it's like insane. You always have to plan how the heck you're going to get there. We could almost do like a David Letterman top 10 worse. So give us a rundown of, of the top 15 that you've listed so far as what came up in your voting for the worst roads. Yeah. 
Yeah, so the number one road in Ontario, as voted on by Ontarians, um, and probably mostly from this particular city, is mm-hmm. Barton Street East in Hamilton. Um, and so this is the second year in a row that uh, Barton Street East has gotten this distinction of being the number one road in Ontario, or worst road in Ontario. Um, we also have Eglinton Avenue West in Toronto. Interestingly enough, Eglinton Avenue East fell off the list this year. Um, and we'll, we can talk a little bit about that. County Road 49 in Prince Edward County. Gotta love that Prince Edward County residents um, have really rallied together over the last few years to make sure that they always have a road in the top 10 and want to get their, <laughs> their roads fixed. Um, Carling Avenue in Ottawa is number four. Finch Avenue West uh, in uh, Toronto made the list uh, this year. And um, and so that, that's a bit of a, a, an, er, you know, a new entrance uh, to the Ontario Worst Roads list. Lackley Street now really is also new to the Ontario uh, Top 10 Worst Roads. Steeles Avenue East hasn't been on the list in 14 years. And lo and behold, it's taken the number seven spot. Aberdeen Avenue in Hamilton. So Ham- Hamiltonians are happy that they are getting attention and elected to have another road uh, show up on the top 10. And this is the first time we've seen Aberdeen on the list. Um, and then Lakeshore Boulevard East in Toronto. And a new entrance uh, also to the Ontario West Roads list is Mississauga's here on Tony Street. So you said people are you know writing in a lot of heat in Hamilton. Having gone to a few Ticat games, the Barton Street is definitely one of them. But it's with the elections coming up, municipally especially. I mean, what can people do to make changes that are, that are really going to take place? How do they how do they help? Well, see, and this is one of the things that's interesting, right? When you finally get some face time with a politician, whether they're knocking at your door or you're going to a community meeting, you're usually discussing, you know, other things, right? You could be talking about very important issues, you know, crime in your community or, um, you know, just housing issues, depending on, you know, what you're interested in. And and our, we did a survey earlier this year as well, and 78% of people are talking about bad roads which is a 6% increase in the survey we did last year, but they're not talking about them with their politicians. And in fact, yeah. only like like 3% are talking about it with their politicians. Um, and so, you know, if roads are, and we know roads are of concern to people, people are telling us that, and this survey is clearly stating that, um, remember to sort of bring up that you want to see the investment in infrastructure and take pride in your community in having good roads, plus the safety aspect of it. Because we know people are swerving, they're slowing down, all kinds of behaviors uh, in order to deal with the bad roads. They're taking side streets. Um, and then, you know, others end up, as you said, in a, in a mechanics garage because uh, they, they're experiencing damage. Exactly. And it's not... Uh as much, I don't know where the rumor started that the city will help pay for your repair because no, yeah, it right. almost never, never happens. I mean, maybe 10% of the time. Well, the I, I lost the a, rules to report it are almost impossible. It's true because I lost a uh, low-profile tire mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. So I took it to my local uh, MP and it was like, <laughs> yeah, what kind of tires are you using? I won't go into the brand, but uh, he said, yeah, we'll try and take care of it for you. Zero. No, nothing. So yeah, no, it's no. it's important to put some try and put some heat. No, on but it. you know, as much as we want to, like they just put up a big sign on our street, on our our local street, saying you know infrastructure repairs, uh, blah blah blah, pavement redoing, and 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 my other half, my wife says, oh my god, look at the sign. I said, well, it 
they're they're trying to fix it. They, they have to fix it. Um, if we have a sewer issue, they got to dig up the roads. So it's not a case of, you know, they're 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 just ignoring the roads. When they do a repair underneath the road, they have to repave it. And exactly. and at least you know our, our our tax dollars are going somewhere, and they they are making the repairs. But unfortunately, it, you know, everybody like you say, everybody has to drive. Um, so you got to watch where you're driving. Teresa, we had somebody write in on uh, actually a couple people write in on our Facebook page that um, if they hit a pothole, say it's anywhere in southern Ontario, and the tire gets blown out, are they and they're a CAA member? Is there any kind of coverage that they can secure with that? So we have certain coverages under if you're a CA insurance member. There's the CA insurance company, right. um, and there are some uh, provisions uh, in terms of tire. Uh, repairs if you if you're as part of your policy, so you'd have to sort of look into that when you're getting a quote from CAA, and if you're an insurance customer of CAA, um, it's not part of your your membership um, in terms of the roadside assistance. We'll come get you, we'll come help you, and get you where you got to go. Uh, but there isn't tire coverage as part of your uh, roadside assistance program. Right, as you say, you know, you got to look up these things before you have the problem. But yeah, at least if you have the roadside assistance, they're great. They come as quickly as they can. I had a car towed in, as a matter of fact, last week, uh, all the way from downtown, and, and it was there within an hour, and I thought, that was amazing. Well, thanks, and we were very pleased to hear that. A yeah. um, couple of other things, you, you actually said, what else can people do is, when you see a pothole, um, not while you're driving, of course, but report it. Uh, or when you see like a, a really big road safety concern, report it. Because part of the issue when people put in a claim is that the city had to have known about the problem and neglected and were negligent in fixing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if a pothole gets reported and they don't act on it, whether it's they go put a quick fix of some asphalt, um, sometimes you've seen pylons at a really big pothole, and because they haven't, they don't have time to send it, get a truck out there to fill it with something, um, so if they actually haven't addressed it and fixed it, uh, then you're more likely to have success in a claim. But if they didn't know about it in the first place, um, it's, it's really a claim of negligence that the city caused damage due to negligence is, is what those claims are. Do you know how or, you know, where you do uh, make that, where, where you do make that report or phone call to? Um, the city, if you go onto the city's website, uh-huh. uh, so there's, there's a few things. You can, if you're in the city of Toronto, you can call 311. Right. Other municipalities also have 311 service. It's not all across Ontario, but, mm-hmm. um, and then if you just sort of call into your city works department and, and sort of file or, you know, whether you're calling in, uh, emailing, texting, you know, sending a Twitter message, there's, there's Facebook, there's all kinds of municipalities of, Embraced all the social tools, mm-hmm. um, and you can get that information into the city uh, that you live in. That that would be the best way. Yeah, I actually I did it the old-fashioned way. I actually phoned someone at at the, no. in, in Markham, and this lovely lady said, "This isn't my department, but let me hook you up with the person who can." And, and believe it or not, the next day my wife got a knock on the door. Whoa! Yeah, you know, just like Uber. <laughs> you know, to tell her, hi, I see you're a little bit concerned, and we're going to be doing this, and here's our schedule. Very, very nice and, and quick re- reply, so we were really happy about yeah, that. I think it's like when you drive around now, like you can't go literally four blocks anywhere in this GTA without some kind of construction going on. Mm-hmm. And although the pylons are there, it's just the way they're fixing them. Like, And I drive along the Gardner quite a bit. They use this tar that's like a strip 
right? these lines of it, and they last maybe a month, mm-hmm. and then they're gone. So it's uh, you got to be you have to be really careful because you don't want to get It's really important, tired. you know. Yeah. Getting back to the car manufacturers now, you know, people wanted cars that were sexy looking and had big wheels and tires. Yep, and they've provided that. <laughs> but you, you, of course, they didn't tell you beforehand that they really were putting you at risk. Because um, if you, like you, Steve, you lost a tire years ago in your old car, so that maybe that was a hundred bucks for a tire and a hundred bucks for an alignment, and you're good to go. Well, now that won't even cover a tire, let nope. alone the other damage that's caused. Because these big fancy aluminum wheels break. Okay, when they get hit, they crack, they get bent. Aluminum wheel can be eight hundred to a thousand dollars for just that wheel, so you can be looking at a repair of two thousand dollars for for nothing, just for pitting, for pitting, for hitting the damn pothole. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, you're going to be doing another campaign next year. Absolutely. You know, we've hit our twentieth year of this, this campaign. Started in two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took a little pause, of course, in, in during the pandemic, as, as there were other priorities to, to be focused on. But, you know, it's it's actually gained traction over the years. No no municipality wants to see their municipality on the list. But at the same time, uh, we have really good conversations. CA's government relations team follows up with the municipalities that uh, appear on the list to have a conversation about infrastructure. We've advocated to senior levels of government to help municipalities have dedicated funding from the senior levels and the gas taxes to fix roads. Um, but, uh, you know, really, it's, it's people engaging and letting their politicians know where those pain points are that really helps make the case. And, you know, we're seeing successes even with some of the top 10 that are on the list this year. And they may have, you know, reappeared from last year or are new. But uh, last year, Barton Street East had an announcement made that they were going to start doing some fixes. Uh, Lackley Street, which ended up on the, on the list, got some uh, dedicated funding uh, just recently from their municipality. To All right, Teresa, i got to jump in. I'm sorry, but we've run yeah. on a racetrack here, so avoid the potholes. Make sure that you have roadside assistance because you're going to hit one of those potholes. And if you do, again, see one, take a picture of it, call 311, report it, and that way they'll get fixed. Thanks for your great work. My pleasure. Take care. All right, take care. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back after the break with... Uh, David Tate from Elegant Motoring. Car wash time information that uh, you're going to want to stick around and find out about. I hear it's illegal. You can't wash your own. No, you can't wash in your own driveway now. That's silly, eh? Just like road hockey. We won't get into hockey. Give me the old days. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, son. Pothole time. And now we're going to get take care of your car as far as keeping it clean, but what you should know about it. Camera 34 over to Alan Gilman, right side. Yeah, apparently you can't wash your own car in the driveway anymore. Yeah, what, what happened with that? It's crazy. And, and, and apparently, Steve, you were leading to the fact that uh, apparently going to a regular automated car wash isn't such a great idea either. Well, in a matter of fact, we have a gentleman on the air who's going to tell you more about it. David Tate from Elegant Motoring. How are you, David? Fantastic. How are you guys? Great. Listen, we got chatting yesterday about other things, so we steered over to uh, car washes. And a lot of people on the weekends, especially when you're going somewhere, the car's been dirty all week, they take it into the local car wash. So shed some light on what's really going on that car. Yeah, basically it's, you know, today's 
what you see in the in the city, all the grease, oils, and different things, the the uh, brine solutions they use for salt nowadays instead of salt itself, mm-hmm. um, it's just heavier dirt and gook. So um, the car wa- automated car wash companies are trying to keep your cars clean. Um, so they're actually using higher um, acidic or pH chemicals uh, to strip that dirt off. And when it does that, um, basically anything that you use to try and protect your car and so on and so forth, like waxes, waxes are gone in one wash wow so and then at the same time even the water itself people think going to a safe you know going to a touchless car wash is is great because it's not going to damage the paint the problem is that it's not cost effective for them to use fresh water every time they wash car so they recycle that water so all the heavy sediment goes through what they call um the water goes through what they call uh uh, cascade filters Mm -hmm. so basically the heavy sediment falls to the bottom but you still have that really light particulate that's floating around in that water that they're just blasting on your car so it tends to dull the paint and make it uh you know you don't get that deep color your paint's kind of milky not just from the uv damage but also from the from the uh, car wash itself so it's not the most ideal thing to do and then i even see people these days spending thousands of dollars on uh on ceramic coatings not necessarily knowing what they're actually buying and there's only a few ceramic coatings on the market that can even withstand the the high ph or acidity of the uh of the car washes these days most of them um that people are spending thousands of dollars off on are just getting washed away as well all right, I have a two-year-old car. It's kind of getting dull. I want to get it cleaned up and coated. What's the process? Well, basically, you bring it down to a professional shop. They'll they'll actually assess it, assess the paint, see how much damage is done to it. Right. Um, they'll do a paint correction on it, make sure it, it uh, it's got that shine. Bring back all the uh, <clears throat> sorry, get rid of all the damage that's been done. Right. Um, and then, it, depending on the coating that you're using, if you go with a good quote coating, um, like a fine lap product, um, basically what the, what it'll do is they'll actually apply it. They'll bake it with an IR lamp, mm-hmm. and then that way it's fully protected. It won't wash away. It's got high chemical resistance, so not only from the car wash um, won't wash it away, but uh, any stains from like that might be caused from bird droppings, tree sap, bug guts, all the stuff that you get day to day, even pollen. Uh, we'll just basically wash off. What um, traditionally, how long, if you use the better coating, how long does it actually last? Like, is it is it a six months or a year or how long? Yeah, it all depends on the on the coating package that's chosen. It's like mm-hmm. walking into a restaurant, right? There's tons of options. Right. Um, so you just kind of choose the package that's best suited for you. And usually if you talk to the, the proprietor, um, if you come down to our shop, we'll actually walk you through the process ask you how you drive the car, where you park the car, what what area you're in, uh, does it get it, does it go underground, so on and so forth. Uh, how often you wash the car, and we'll put you into a package that will best suit your needs. As well, we'll ask you, you know, how long you plan on keeping the car. Yeah, and I had we'll a... also ask you if you have a budget. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. <laughs> well, you know, it, it costs money to do so, it, especially. Yeah, but you're protecting a, an investment too. Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I've been watching this show, Dirty Cars. Do you ever watch that? Yep. <laughs> I think it's kind of staged, but it's, it's it is amazing the process and the time it takes to go through it. I mean, you got a car yeah. that's pretty ratty. Um, you know, you have to you have to hose it down, and, and then you got to get the clay bar out, and then you got to polish it, and then it's just the amount of work is crazy. I think people really appreciate that. Yeah, and that, and that's the funny thing, right? You got two ends of the spectrum. You, on one on one hand, you got the customer that's like, "Oh my God, that's so much money," right? And you know, it's a two day process, a right. two to three right. days, exactly. Right? 
So yeah. it's, it's not quick, right? But then at the same time, they're like, well, how long is it going to take before I get my car back? And I'm like, well, I'd like to make the money faster and have it done in a couple hours, but, but I wouldn't be able to charge as much as well, right? No, we just had a car in that belonged to my wife's cousin, and, and it was a white MDX, and uh, I knew it was only a year old, but it looked like hell, and I and I really? felt bad after we put our tires on. I thought, well, I'm just going to bring it in, hose it down, and just give it a quick wash. Well, it did nothing. <laughs> the hood was still all colored, you know, and I when she came to pick it up, and I said, where the heck do you park this car? And she's Oh, my damn neighbor and his tree. Um, oh, the sap and everything. Oh, is she, yeah. She said, well, if I get one of them Mr. Clean erasers out, you know, I can get it out. But but the damage, I couldn't believe it how, like I say, even with a, a scrub brush and, and soapy water, I couldn't get it off. So you really have to leave it to the professional sometimes. Even the damage, David, we, we, I was playing, uh, well, I was attempting to play golf a few weeks ago. Parked the car, and, of course, the, the Canadian geese really love your cars this time of the year. So there was a present when I got back, and uh, I left the car unwashed for like a week and a half, which was not the smartest move in the world. No. And I came back, and I got it washed at my local car wash, and there was actually a stain on the on the black part of the car, and I can't get it off. So what happens in a case like that? Yeah, so it, it totally depends. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Even on my own car, um, you know, the shoemaker always has the worst shoes, right? So right, when sure. I got my car brand new i couldn't get it into the shop we were just too busy mm-hmm. and uh, i left it for like six months i got bird droppings and stuff on it and we literally we we you know we went to town to our, trying to get it out the acidity in the bird droppings the same as this acidity in the soaps and stuff that i was referring to earlier mm-hmm. it actually seeped right through in one spot basically where the bird dropping is right through the clear and distorted the entire clear right down to the color so you you just can't, couldn't get rid of it so i ended up having to i had it all over the front of my car mm-hmm. i ended up having to uh, repaint the front clip to to remove it Oh, wow. So depend, yeah, depending on how, uh, and my car is a dark colored car, dark blue, that Tesla blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, depending on how long you leave it, is it's it's going to cause a lot of damage. Same as tree sap as well. Tree sap can literally yeah. eat right through to the clear into the metal. All right, David, what's the address and phone number? How do we get in touch with you? 20 Jutland Road, 416-897-5675. Give us a call anytime or check out our website, elegantmotoring.ca. That's right. Get that poop off. You know, and, and, and don't leave it, eh? Because here, he told you he had to paint the car to fix it in the end. It's but, wicked. Uh, is your enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian right. geese, we just love you so much. <laughs> David, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Enjoy All right. Guys. Elegant Motoring, check them out. They're in Toronto. They do world-class protection. They're going to clean it up and make it last so it looks great for a long time. A uh, long time is what we don't have. I have to jump out. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, and everybody's going to go look at their car going, how do I get it washed this time? It's, it's important. I mean, that stuff, is, it can really ruin your paint. Well, really, and the key was to is just to not leave it there. Because, um, you know, I, I had a problem years ago with a car where I lived in a, an apartment building, and it was multi-level. So the there were cars parked above my car, right? Yeah, yeah. And what, what would happen there, is, especially in the wintertime, is as the snow and ice would melt, that water and salt would go through the concrete and it was quite, uh, what's the, alkaline, alkaline, Ew. not not acidic, but it was alkaline, and it would leave this white stain on your car, and if you didn't clean it, and it, you went out into the sun, and it dried and baked it, you were beat. It went right through the paint, yeah. and, and there was nobody offering up to paint it, you know, to pay for the paint, so. And you think, you go into your local uh, 
store, yeah. any attire or something like that, and you're spending like pretty good money to buy some, whether it's armor all, right. anything like that. And as Dave was saying, because the pH levels are so high, mm-hmm. a couple washes and you're like, you're back doing it again. But well, yeah, you can't, wa- for some reason, I think this happened a couple of years ago, where the city said, you know what? You can't play road hockey anymore. Right. So now you can't wash your car in your own driveway anymore. Oh, well, is that because of the water shortage or? <laughs> I don't know. They have a couple beers at city council and go, let's uh, let's do this. Well, no, I, know. I, I I think part of it was the whole idea about recycling and, and yeah. uh you know, when you're washing your car at the at the in your driveway, all that crud that you're washing off is going into the sewer system, uh, ends up in the lake. And um, whereas opposed to a uh, you know place like myself or our friends at uh, at Crown, you know, they have holding tanks. They don't yeah. you know they don't just let that stuff go back into the sewer system. Um, they have holding tanks. They get pumped out, uh, you know, by chemical cleaner guys. And uh, and you also get people that to uh, I was guilty of it once in a while. Mm-hmm. You leave the hose on, and you go back in, and go. Okay, still water's still going. So <laughs> you know the water shortage that's coming up. That it's destined to come up with the heat we've had. Sure. And uh, all the dust. Plus, if you ha- you know, not everybody has a garage. So if your car is out in the driveway all summer long, mm-hmm. it's baking. When we moved back from Winnipeg to right. here. It was, you know, you go from minus 25 to, like, it's 2. It's really warm here. Right. But the the paint started cracking because it went from really cold mm-hmm. to, like, normal temperatures. Right, right. Well, again, it, it doesn't take much just to get a piece of paper towel and some water, just clean off that poop, you know. And you what, and what do you use for your... Well, and you <laughs> to clean sing, off your poop and, you and your be, car. And you can sing the Canadian National Anthem if you want as you're doing it. Oh. You're honoring the duck and their, or geese, you know, and, and say... I appreciate leaving me uh, your autograph here, a little memento of your visit, but I'm going to remove it right now. And we'd like you to do a visit. Somewhat smooth there, but not really. Uh, go to davescornergarage.com and look for our June promotion. It's going on all month long. What do they win, Steve? Well, I'll tell you there, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in our water today. That's why it's like this. Water. <laughs> um, you can win your set of uh, triangle tires and a $250 SO gift card. So go to davescornergarage.com. You'll see a nice link where it says contest. Click here. Mm-hmm. It takes you right to it. There's a commercial on there. tells you all about it. And, uh, you know, gas prices, you know, Dan McTague from Gas Wizards is now saying, I think they flip a coin and go, it's going to be lit this weekend. I, I missed this week. You know, I, I said it's going to oh, go up, yeah. and I bought, and then it went down by five cents. He's saying that it could by July. Mm-hmm. It could be two dollars a liter. Wow! But you convert what we're paying now. It's like a dollar fifty-five, roughly a liter. But we're so used to liters. If you do that to gallons, yeah, you know we're paying seven dollars a gallon. Well, I hope they get some cars availability to the manufacturers do because I'm going to be looking at a hybrid next one for sure. Yeah, I think uh, you know Brian and I. We've the three of us have talked about that. Mm-hmm. If you have a choice between going full EV, yeah, and a hybrid, I would do the even though the infrastructure is improving, right. I do the hybrid first, right? But here, you live in a condo. Do you do you have access to a no, charge station? No, that's a there? problem. Exactly. You're see, I'm seeing more of gas stations though, like Petro Canada, right? Uh, the on route stores on the, on the 400 series. Mm-hmm. More and more are putting in the charging stations, right? But it's getting there. You know, the batteries are that's that's another issue. Plus, they're they're expensive. Not just the batteries, but the average car. Yeah, it's it's a lot of dough. Have you looked at like a, a hybrid? Uh, I oh, wouldn't a hybrid. Brand. Yeah. Well, a hybrid's way cheaper than a full-on battery car. Yeah, yeah true. But a, an average hybrid is like 45K now. 
right. average. Mm. And an average EV, you're starting at like 50K. Yes, but a guy in your tax bracket is no problem. Taxes? Are we having lunch? Are you paying? <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank Amy Bradley for joining us today. You know, Steve was talking about the dry weather conditions and out there, and, and Amy said, uh, your, your motorhome would be covered if it caught fire. The, especially, the important thing to remember is that you can't light fires right now. Anywhere. Like, even if you're going just to sit in your backyard, or if you're at the cottage right now, like hope people are right now who are listening, uh, and you got a fire pit, you can't put it on, watch the cigarettes, or if you have a pipe going on, real tobacco, um, you got to be careful with that. So with the winds that are going to be prevalent all weekend, it's 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 going to be a touchy summer. How long will my, will uh, the uh, marshmallows and graham crackers last if I can't make my s'mores this weekend? Well, the way apparently that I cook my marshmallows incorrectly, I like the fire right away. Yeah, you like sizzle. to see them burn, eh? Oh, it's beautiful, and they blow them out, and <sighs> little <laughs> s'mores, and you go, my God, I'm thirsty. Where's the cold old Bailey's right now? <laughs> Stop making an ash of yourself there, uh, Stevie. Oh, my God. And who else? We had, of course, Kenner's Worst Roads. We had Amy, uh, Teresa, <laughs> almost said, Teresa Di Felice, uh, CA, done a great job. 20 years. They're still reporting on bad roads, and, and do your best. You know, I actually had someone say to me, my mechanic said you're supposed to go quickly over speed bumps, and I said, honey, they were joking. Okay. Or they were on medications. <laughs> So do try to avoid them. Your tires will love you for doing that. And uh, that's about it. And, of course, go on the Dave's Corner Garage website. You can get a $250 SO gift card. And if you need tires, that's where you can get some freebies. Perfect. Triangle Tire. That's the place. And you have a great place wherever you are this weekend. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you next week. Steve, Bye. thanks for, billing, for filling in. Okay. I can tell Brian you did a good job. Uh, sure. But he doesn't have to worry about his job being in jeopardy. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Take Bye-bye. care, guys. Drive safe. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.